What up? It's Allison Carpio, and you're listening to Hello Delicious Emails, where we talk about making your marketing more sustainable and selling your offers with email. If you're hungry for spicy marketing advice with locally sourced ingredients and no fillers or preservatives, you're in the right spot. Grab a plate, grab a fork and spoon, and let's get to it. When you hear the word salad, what do you think of? Do you think of a basic, bland, really sad salad that leaves you feeling hungry? Maybe it's just a bunch of romaine lettuce and shredded carrots and cabbage with some, I don't know, ranch dressing or craft Italian dressing. And it leaves you feeling hungry and craving a cheeseburger or some pizza right after. Or do you think of a nourishing salad that gives you all the nutrients you need and leaves you full for hours and feeling good and feeling satiated and you don't need that dessert because you are so full and it was really good and you're like yeah if salads tasted this good I can eat them all the time. Well a hella delicious salad has different components to it. It has a hearty protein so whether that's salmon or chicken or steak or another type of fish, or eggs, or another vegan plant-based protein you have. There's leafy greens, so that could be dino kale, it could be mixed greens, it could be arugula, it could be Swiss chard. And then there's usually a crunchy element to it, so that could be pepitas, or nuts, or toasted breadcrumbs even. Then there's a creamy part of it, whether that's avocado and some type of cheese, like a goat cheese or a feta. And then, of course, a dressing. And the dressing has its own components, whether there's some type of fat, like an oil. I like avocado oil with an acid, whether that's vinegar or lemon juice and a bunch of different herbs. You could even put roasted poblano pepper, a bunch of different fresh herbs, etc. And sometimes there's a sweet component to it. So that could be fresh fruit like peaches, like they're in season right now, or dried cranberries. But the thing is a salad, when I talked about the nourishing salad, has a lot of these different pieces and components to it that make up a nourishing salad. Whereas the basic bland salad I talked about before just had romaine lettuce and carrots and, you know, a really basic, (laughs) bland, not really flavorful salad dressing. And that's why it left you craving more. And... If you leave out any of the pieces of the salad I talked about, your salad will lack flavor and or nourishment. And that's very much like an email strategy. (laughs) Because with an email strategy, there are many different pieces that go into an email strategy. It's not just sending emails here and there or sending as many emails as possible. Because there's a lot of other different pieces which we're going to touch on right now and then dive into further in future episodes. It's helladeliciousemails.com to get started. All right, back to the show. So let's get into it. So the first component is your list building. Now, um, when I say list building, I mean, how are you growing your list? How are you building your list? Not just in terms of numbers, because remember, you don't need a ton of people on your email list to get started or to see any results. 
but also the quality of people on there. Are you attracting the people who are interested in what you have to offer on your email list? And are you doing this regularly? And do you have a strategy in place for building your email list? Because remember, think of building your email list like if you have a restaurant and you want people coming into your restaurant, you wanna keep driving some traffic into your restaurant for people to either make reservations or sit down to eat. You wanna keep doing that just like you wanna keep building your email list. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. The second component is connecting with people. So there's that connection. Remember that email is very much like a private one-on-one dinner. When someone joins your email list, it's like they are coming into your restaurant and eating with you, just you, no one else, for the very first time. And sharing a meal with someone is really sacred, and it's one of the most intimate ways of connecting with people, sharing food together, having conversation over food. And... When someone comes to dinner with you for the first time, you want to have that connection with them. You want to start building that connection with them in many different ways. There are a couple of different ways of doing it. If you've been following me for a while, you may know that I talk a lot about the origin story and a couple of other different ways of storytelling, which again, we'll get into in future episode. But know that connecting with people, you want to make sure that you're building that connection with them because Contrary to popular belief, while email is a great vehicle for selling, it's not only for selling. You also want to connect with people. You want to connect with your people as well. You want to build and deepen the relationships you have with your people. So then when it's time to sell, sometimes it's an easy yes for them. So don't forget the connection piece in addition to collecting and building your email list. The third piece is what I'm calling crispy, crunchy copy. (laughs) So as you may know, I am a former copywriter. I still write copy. And seven years ago, I was working in-house as a digital marketer, inbound marketing to be specific, at a B2B software company. And I learned copy because I had all of these campaigns and they weren't converting. And I was like, why are these not converting? What the heck? And I looked at our copy and I was like, none of this actually makes sense. (laughs) This was written by a brand copywriter or someone who um, really just didn't quite understand conversion copywriting. It was very flowery. It was written like it was a brochure, like some robot wrote it, and it wasn't really speaking to a human and especially the humans that we were selling to. And that's because a lot of the times B2B marketers tend to think they're selling to businesses, which technically they are, but the human who works in that business is still a human and therefore we want to appeal to that human. So don't forget your crispy, crunchy coffee. (laughs) And I call it crispy, crunchy coffee because in the book, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, the author says that crispy, I think it was crispy, It might have been crunchy, but I'm pretty sure it's crispy, is the number one word that sells an item on a menu is crispy. Just think about it. Do you want the crispy Brussels sprouts 
or do you want the boiled Brussels sprouts? <laughs> do you want the crispy chicken sandwich or do you want the boiled chicken sandwich? I'm guessing when I say the word crispy, you could hear the crisps when you bite down into the crispy, crunchy chicken or the crispy Brussels sprouts. You can almost feel it, and that elicits that that craving or that desire for that. So don't underestimate your copy and what you say because what you are saying in your emails certainly matters. The next piece is the conversion or the selling, whether you are selling something that is evergreen or whether you're having a sales event or whether you're launching something new. Emails are a vehicle and are a key part of your conversion of selling your offers. So without this piece, of course, you're less likely to sell your stuff in email because <laughs> you got to sell an email in order to make sales in email. Simple as that. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about ways you can sell. And I have a freebie. If you go to hellodeliciousemails.com, it gives you the four flavors of emails that sell in a training that I did earlier this year. So go ahead and check that out. And then finally, the last piece to your email strategy is really knowing how your emails fit in your overall marketing. Now we talked about this in the previous episode, so go ahead and check that out if you wanna dive deeper. But knowing how your emails fit into your overall ecosystem and what else you have in your ecosystem is really gonna make a difference in not only conversions, but also how sustainable your marketing is. Because if you don't know how emails fit into your overall marketing, you get more susceptible to the whole, I need to be emailing all the time and I need to just send more and more emails. And that kind of thinking from what I've seen actually makes you ironically email less. It's kind of like the idea that you need to work out five to seven days a week in order to see results. But we know that's not sustainable. You go on vacations, things come up, you have kids, you have a family to take care of, you have a business to run, you have a job you work at, or both. You have people you wanna see, you have your family, you have your friends you wanna see, you wanna do fun things, you don't wanna be spending all your time at the gym. And it's so common for people to email a ton and just like be quote unquote consistent and then fall off the face of the earth the minute that they miss a day or a week or a month or whatever. Very much like in working out where if you're on a roll or you're quote unquote on the wagon and you know you go on vacation, you come back and you're like, I don't want to work out at all. What's the point? Because, you know, I'm not doing it four, five times a week, seven times a week, which is insane. That's a lot. <laughs> so let's get out of that thinking that you have to email all the damn time because you don't. You might have to email more than you do. And a lot of the times, the more you email, the more you'll sell. But that kind of thinking is what can stop us from emailing at all. So let's get out of that thinking. And on that note, what I do see with clients or even people who I talk to 
who only do one part of that strategy, there's a couple of things. So let's like take a look at an example. Let's say you are constantly building your email list, you are sending people to your freebie, people are opting in, they're watching your webinars, they're signing up for your challenges, they're downloading your eBooks, they're, maybe they're even listening to your podcast, and you're building this list, amazing. But maybe even though you have this email list, maybe you're not even selling to them. Or maybe your copy isn't converting. <laughs> so you can see how that could be a problem when it comes to your marketing, because when you're not selling in your emails and you're not seeing any results, you're a lot less likely to send out emails. If my list building is really healthy, but I'm not seeing conversions, all I need to do is either start selling more or have a strategy around selling and have a strategy around copy and what my message is going to be that's going to be driving the copy. Because when it comes to copy, your messaging and your positioning drives what you say. If you have the misaligned messaging, if your messaging is unclear, then your copy is also going to be unclear. So just know that. Another common scenario I see is people are really good at connecting with people on their email list. They have the connection part. They're really good at giving something that is valuable or teaching something that is valuable to the people on their email list, but they're not selling. <laughs> That's a very, very common one that I see. And we talk about selling in previous episodes, but you can see how the missing selling ingredient makes the whole thing incomplete. It makes the salad incomplete. We need that. We need that selling in there for it to be full and nourishing. And I can go on and on about all the different snares that I've seen. But the thing I would like for you to take away from this episode is that you really need the complete strategy in your emails to really see a return and to see results and therefore to keep doing it, keep showing up in your email list, make your marketing more sustainable and do it on your own terms. Otherwise, you're just eating random breadcrumbs and nuts for lunch, not a full salad. And hey, I don't want you being hungry. <laughs> so make sure you have that complete strategy. Make sure all of those pieces are in place for your emails to really be effective for your business. If you enjoyed the show, head on over to hellodeliciousemails.com if you're ready to cook up some spicy, tangy, umami emails that sell. And don't forget to follow the show so you get notified whenever a freshly baked episode comes out of the oven. Say hi to me on IG at Allison Carpio. Sign on in my DMs. Say what up. I'd love to hear from you and hope to see you there.